Hey, great day, everybody. I'm so excited that you're listening to today's podcast. I know it's been a minute, and um, honestly, I've really had to take some time just to really meditate and think on the things that I really want to see in 2020. And I really hope that you've taken this time to do that as well for your life and your business and just all around figuring out what you truly want your year and your next five to 10 years to look like. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Nina and I am a spa owner. I'm also a private esthetician. I work with luxury corporate clients. Um, So yeah, my life is super busy. It's a lot of flights. It's a lot of um, really just being the uh, confidant and the for lack of better words, basically, I'm I'm making sure that my clients feel their most confident and their most beautiful. And I do that through facials. So um, I absolutely love what I do. And it has led to a very rewarding lifestyle. And my goal is to really uh, educate estheticians on how to be elite in their business. And I truly believe that this is something that we have to work on, especially as black businesses, is really building that etiquette muscle so that we can begin to normalize luxury in our life. Now for today, I really want to talk about something that has actually been uh, my Achilles heel. And I want to talk to you about it because I really want you to um, meditate on this for this new week. And it is currently 12 something in the morning. And I just could not sleep without getting this out. I have, um, you know, no major notes. Um, I just have three little bullet points, but I'm just flowing right now because I truly feel that when you move by a divine flow, that God can truly show up in your life and do the things that need to be done. And so the biggest thing that I notice is that when it comes to business, there is a certain type of etiquette. Um, Of course, you know, when it comes to business etiquette in bigger businesses, let's say you go to Four Seasons or you go to the St. Regis, you have a level of business etiquette that you do want to abide by, right? You don't want to go in there with, um, you know, sweats and beat up tennis shoes. Like you really want to get dressed to go in there. Um, There's actually like this little... um, real that's going around where people are like wearing their pjs to go to walmart and then they're wearing like their finest to go to nordstrom and then they were walking around with a little wine glass and i think it's so funny because you know that applies to business in many ways you know when you're a person that works at walmart versus a person that works at nordstrom you know you understand that those businesses have different etiquettes of how to behave in the store and so you have to carry yourself in a certain way so that you are on brand to what those things are offering right and so when I start looking at business etiquette I realize that there's also a black business etiquette that you know many don't follow (laughs) and um, that's why we have the ideology that when you go into black businesses that they're not going to be professional or they're always going to be out of things or you know the business is not going to run properly you know for lack of better words but I truly believe that when it comes to the black business we also in order to maintain that level of etiquette we have to make sure that we are not 
um, lowering our standards to please other people who are not familiar with this business etiquette. And I always say like, it's elite only. That's like my tagline, you know, in our business where I say everything needs to be done elite only or not done at all. Because if you begin to reward mediocre behavior, you're going to start to see that mediocrity becomes the average. And that's not what we want to do. So if you think about a black business, maybe you think of a restaurant, for example, it could be a soul food restaurant and you go there and it's like they're always out of something. And you're like, wow, you know, every time I come here, you're out of something. Well, eventually, you know, that standard of just making just enough or that standard of cutting corners and if you're out, you're out. Eventually that became a standard, you know, and that and that piece of mediocrity is where we look at other businesses and we may say, uh, oh, you know, this store has, uh, you know, a lot of food left over and they're about to close. Well, you know, if you go to Chick-fil-A or if you go to uh, other restaurants, they're not going to say, oh, well, we don't have chicken sandwiches at one minute till close. They're going to make the sandwich. And then if there's any left over, they're going to allow their staff to take a sandwich home. They also have um, minimums where an hour before close, they're prepared to make the items by order so that there's not a long wait, but so that there's also not a lack of items. And in a black business, that's where we have to look at, you know, where we can improve there. For example, I used to work at Chick-fil-A. That was my, you know, one of my first jobs in high school. And so, you know, in life and working in hospitality, spa is not my first time working in hospitality. I actually went to culinary school, had a meal prep company and worked cooking for athletes for, you know, a few years. And so it gets to the point where you realize it's not necessarily that we drop the ball as black businesses is that we drop the ball in etiquette and we don't run our businesses with a, a level of high quality etiquette and because of that that's where the ideology of a black business being less than or being a barter or being a place where people are questioning the prices is because we don't maintain that level of etiquette and so I definitely want to encourage you to run your businesses with the top level of quality that you can. You cannot say that you're an elite esthetician and you are running your business at bare bones. It just doesn't work that way. You're going to have to invest. You cannot show up with Nestle water or with, um, you know, linens that are torn or basically um, not taking care to the attention of service or even the scent in your place. You have to take a very fine care of those things. And that is a part of the business etiquette. Now, I will tell you that when it comes to the standard, of course, you know, um, I'm really realizing that every time I lower my standard, it bites me in the butt many, many times. And so I really want to encourage you to set your SOPs, okay? And when you're getting into hiring people, don't let them uh, come in and don't feel as if you really need to have someone so bad that you keep people around that are choosing to want to stay on a low frequency, right? They're going to have to come up to your level of care. You know, a, 
Nordstrom is not going to lower their level of uh, standard because someone wants to come in and they want to run things how they want to run it. No, Nordstrom's going to get rid of them. And so you have to have the same mentality in your business. And trust me, I am definitely talking to myself now because, you know, sometimes I feel almost a responsibility to go back and help our community and make sure that I am teaching everyone everything I know about business. But I had to realize, no, you've been in hospitality for over 10 years. This is year 15. This is, you know, the month of February celebrating five years since I've been clocking in for someone. Right. And so I have to say no. If a person wants to have my time and they want to build their business and they want to get my tips on how I built the same, they have to be willing to invest in themselves the exact same way that I was willing to invest the time and the money. And you have to carry yourself that way, not only in business, but also in your personal life. And that is the part of business etiquette. There's an etiquette to how you run your business there's an etiquette to how you carry yourself. There's an etiquette to your boundaries. And until you begin to make those things firm to where you don't allow people to step over your boundaries, to where people understand where they shouldn't play around with you, you're going to continue to attract low frequencies that are going to give you whatever you'll accept because you're just going to accept whatever they give you. <laughs> so... The main thing I really want you to understand is that um, people pleasing is something I'm recovering from, okay? So if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I just really want to make people happy. I love my craft. I just want to um, show people um, just how to feel beautiful and that's all I'm worried about. I really want you to understand that you are in the business of sales, okay? It's one thing to want people to feel amazing and feel great around you. Yes, that is free and that is hospitality and that is amazing. Okay, that is a great thing to have because there's a lot of people that just come into the beauty industry for the money. So I am so proud of you that you come in the industry and you want to see people happy and you would do it for free. But I need you to understand that this is a sales industry. Anything in business requires sales. And so you have to move accordingly. And amazing customer service is honestly rare. It is very rare. Okay? Um, it's, it's extremely rare to find good customer service because a lot of people believe that, you know, when they open their business, they open their business to do what they want to do and they would just want to do their own thing and they don't want anyone telling them what to do and yada yada. But when you truly operate from a standard of the principles, you understand that having good customer service and having hospitality is not the same thing. And I've talked about this in another episode, but just to give you a quick rundown, you know, customer service is um, where you basically are making sure that on your end, you are always responding with the care and the attention that the client will want to have. So, you know, if a customer comes in, you greet them, right? Um, If a person is in front of you and the phone rings, you talk on the phone, you say, you know, can you please hold? That's customer service hospitality is going above and beyond and it's anticipating the need of the client and basically doing the golden rule treating them how you would want to be treated okay 
And so, for example, let's say I have a client coming in and I know that she has told me before that she loves hot towels or that she loves the essential oil. Then I am going to make sure that her towels are to the hottest that they can be. And I'm also going to make sure that when it comes to the essential oil, I'm going to put it not just in the towels, but I'm going to put it in the diffuser. Um, and I'll probably, you know, offer her a scent journey in the beginning where I put the oil on my hands and I have her take a deep breath in and out. Why? Because I know that this is her favorite scent and I want to make her experience to be a familiarity to her where she's like, oh my gosh, I love that scent. Like every time I come here, that scent is amazing. People will return when they see that you are doing those small little details that a lot of people skip right? A lot of people skip it. And let's just say you don't have a lot of money and you're just like, oh my gosh, like I don't have a lot of money and I really want to make my business amazing. Hospitality, there's so many ways where you can put in amazing hospitality for free, okay? And that can simply be in having amazing bedside manner. Now, I talk about this in the elite course, so I'm not going to get into it right now, but basically that's just a general idea of the difference between customer service and hospitality. And so I want you to understand that when it comes to people pleasing, people pleasing is something that is praised in the hospitality world, but it can damage you if you bring it home. Okay, it can greatly damage you if you don't set firm boundaries on how you want people to treat you. And I have many customers that have said, oh my gosh, you know, you're the first person that has told me what not to buy. And at first I was like, what do you mean by that? But they're like, there's so many people that are like, hey, buy this cleanser, buy this moisturizer. And you'll be a person that says, no, 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 you don't need this cleanser. Let's get you a sample first. Or, hey, use this instead. And a lot of people respect that. And so you have to look at where are you people pleasing in your business? And where are you just going along to get along? Because if you're just going through the motions and you're just moving through and you're just letting people do you any kind of way, trust and believe that people will do you any kind of way too. And so really look in your professional life and look in your personal life of where you are allowing these things to happen and really figure out who you are and what you stand for so that you don't allow people who don't know who they are to come in your life and give you any old thing. And that is something I am truly working on especially this year, I'm definitely really getting more solitude and really understanding just really where I want to be in business. I truly believe that because we don't have um, a really firm voice when it comes to the black business etiquette, this is why a lot of us introverts feel out of place because the vocal ones are creating this loud outer external environment of behavior and this is why we have so many estheticians posting vaginas and so many estheticians that are really just removing the etiquette side of it and they're making business become this one-stop discount mall now if you don't know what a discount mall is i'm from atlanta georgia the discount mall is basically where you go and you can get everything okay you can get furs you can get shirts you can get shoes you can get cosmetics, you can get hair. It's basically this big old building where people set their tables up and they, you know, just sell items. So you go to the discount mall to just get a one-stop shop where you can grab a whole bunch of items, okay? And so in Georgia, there's not many discount malls left anymore. 
Why? Because we realize that that form of business is not serving the black community. If we're constantly pushing discounts, 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 eventually we as a community don't respect the true nature of the business. And a business can't stay in business if your expenses don't make sense, right? You got to make some money. So if your expenses and your profits don't make sense, then of course you go out of business. So basically, I really want you to really look at where you might be lacking those boundaries in your personal life and figure out how you can also see where they're showing up in your professional life. Because I guarantee you, if you're a people pleaser, if you are discounting your worth, if you are letting people walk all over you, if you are not standing up for yourself, if you are not being an advocate for yourself in your personal life, it will show up in your professional life. And when it shows up in your professional life, trust and believe that on the business side, it's basically disrespectful. So you have to make a decision today to stop disrespecting yourself and really let people know what it is and what you stand for and what you will not allow. Okay, so the last thing I'll leave you with before, um, you know, I get off of here because it's, listen, y'all, it's midnight, okay? But before I get off of here, the last thing I want to say to you is don't let red flags become landmarks. And that's something that is my meditation for the week. And I really want you to, like, really, if it if it connects with you, like, hold on to it for sure. Do not let red flags become landmarks. And what I mean by that is, for example, you know, Um, I have a location in St. Louis, and so the arch is like this big thing in St. Louis, which I've never been inside the arch, okay? I don't do uh, confined spaces like that, okay? But when it comes to the arch, you know, it has its rich history, um, but it's also like when you think of St. Louis, you think of the arch, right? So the arch is a landmark. When people come, they see it, they're like, ooh, they take a picture, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you're in St. Louis. I see the arch. Amazing. Okay, that that's just, it's a landmark. But I don't want you to see people's red flags and do the same thing. I don't want you to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, every time I'm around this person, they are negative. <laughs> every time I see this person, they are not clean. Every time I see this person, they show up on a low frequency. Every time I see this person, they do everything mediocre. Every time I see this person... I just get an uneasy feeling because people are telling me not to mess with this person, but I just, I just keep coming back. Why? Because you're letting their red flag be a landmark. Sometimes you get tired of circling the block on the same red flags. But when you're a people pleaser, you try to see the good in everybody. You try to be like, oh my gosh, you know, I want to see them do well. I want to see the potential in them. I want them to be amazing. I want them to be great. But sometimes you are basically, you know, you're you're cradling and holding on to a person that doesn't want to be held on. And that's on the personal side. On the business side, you could be building a castle for your enemy. You could be, and and I don't want to take it so extreme, but it's like you could be basically building a a mansion for somebody who is determined to just infest it with negativity. And so if you don't 
nip that in the bud it's like a rodent problem it will get bigger than it needs to be you gotta nip it in the bud as soon as you see that red flag you gotta be like nope i've seen that before i'm not doing it and get out of here do not let it become a landmark do not let it be like dang every time i see this person in my spa they come in here with bad vibes they look a mess they tell me one thing they do another and this is not the level we're on we are not mediocre and a lot of times people around you will say, well, you know, you should just, you know, give them time and it took you a while to get there. You should just, you know, help them. And, you know, they're so sweet, but a person can be so sweet and still mean you no good. So you have to understand that don't let those red flags become landmarks because I tell you right now from personal experience. I look at the best in people and I try so hard and it could be the Sagittarius in me, but I try so hard to be like, oh my gosh, let me be optimistic and let me not think somebody would do me like that. Like, of course, nobody will come in my business and, you know, do crazy things or nobody will come in my personal space and try to sabotage me. But now I get it. It's not, it's not me. I've been solid. Right. And you got to look at yourself like that. It's not you. You've been solid. So whenever somebody comes around and they have these red flags or when they come around and you realize, okay, you got to go, there is no question on who was the variable here. Obviously, it's them. Obviously, it's them. If you want it to be low frequency, just say that. We're elite only over here. And eventually you will get tired of letting people consistently show you that they are a landmark of uh, basically a landmark that don't need to be around you. They can go be a landmark around somebody else, but they don't need to become so familiar to you. Their red flags don't need to become so familiar where now every time you see this person, you're basically manifesting the negativity that will come if they continue to stay connected to you. Okay, so in this week, I really just want you to like really meditate on this. If you need to listen to this again, go ahead and do so. Um, I highly recommend you share this with someone because I'm quite sure you know someone that is an esthetician, someone that is, I mean, heck, hospitality is so wide. It's a service industry. So I'm quite sure you know somebody who is needing to set those boundaries. Okay, someone who needs to understand that just because you're a business owner does not mean you properly know the business etiquette and you probably know somebody like yourself that really needs to cut back on the people pleasing okay so as we go into this new week i just want to encourage you to just count everything all joy anything that you experienced in the past week in the past month in the past 2021 okay let it go and count it all joy because it is definitely helping you to get to the next level. And the best way to stay on your high frequency that you need to continue to grow into an elite esthetician is to continue to not dim your light down for other people and to really get firm in setting those boundaries. <laughs>